Welcome to Sermon Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you, and I'm here in the studio with Pastor Craig and Pastor Alex. And on September 26, 2021, the three of us preached on part four of Spiritual War. The title of the sermon is Dark Deception. And Pastor Craig, the question for you today is if the gospel is so powerful, mm. then why does it feel like Satan is winning? This is a very <clears throat> good question. Uh, I don't know who came up with that it, was but it was you. It was me. Thanks. Brilliant question. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> because uh, the perspective of of living in a world where you don't necessarily fit in uh, is is a challenging one at times. Jesus constantly reminded us that, and you know, he said, "You're in." Well, actually, he prayed in his in his prayer for us as the church. He said, <clears throat> "Father, I ask that you don't take them out of this world, mm. Mm. but leave them in the world. Mm. Um, they are not of the world." Uh, just as I'm not of the world. And uh, he told his disciples constantly, he said, you're, you're just going to feel like you don't fit in at times. So it's, mm. it's, a, it's a perspective that Christians have shared throughout the existence of the church. Mm. And it's because we don't share the worldview that is most popular. Mm. Uh, the people around us are, are, are you know, they, they buy into things that we will not buy into. They, they adopt mantras that we can, you know, we can just not adopt because looking through the prism of scripture, they don't match up. Mm -hmm. And if, if something you believe doesn't match up with scripture, we as believers are called to make a stand when those as those who don't have a moral foundation in scripture are left with the best idea that comes along. Run by culture. Run by culture. Jesus alluded to this a lot of different times. So I I wrote down a couple of different ideas that, that I think make us feel like Mm -hmm. we're out of touch. It's not popular. Right. And um, uh, being not popular is, is not a lot of fun. We all want to be popular. We all want to be liked. We all, some of us want to be loved. <laughs> but the problem is, if you don't uh, adopt the, the mantras that are most popular around us, you will not be popular. So yeah. there's a pull. There's a pull on us to want to to want to fit in, to yep. not want to look like oddballs, and yet it goes against scripture there too, because Jesus said, "I'm I'm lighting you up with uh, like a candle, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't do that unless it was dark. So I yeah. need you to shine in the dark, be salt, be light in a dark world. Right, and let's just like admit the reality: it feels like when we can't fit in, like there's something inside us that so desires that right. that when we don't fit in, we're like, oh, what's going on? Like right. I I feel like I'm losing. Right, right. Yeah. and the and the other interesting thing about this is. Uh, it, it's never going to. Ha- it never has happened. It never will happen that way. Where where Christianity is the more popular thing. We mm. we had a, we have a tendency to think that it is at times in our history, and we long for those days when others think like us. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, but ultimately, unless you have the moral foundation that's found in the authoritative Word of God, yeah. then you're always going to be able to mend and meld and bend and break inevitably, mm. buying the mantras and the culture of the world around us that don't agree with God's uh, plan. Jesus said, why does the road that leads to destruction, many choose it, but narrow is the gate that leads to salvation and few choose that. And so <clears throat> this is something that Jesus has said to us. He told us, you're not going to fit in. He said, it's not going to be popular. Mm. And in Jesus' day, what happened after the church was established, as we well know, is they became you know, the brunt of persecution for, for a culture around them. Nero just needed a uh, you know, uh, 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 an enemy. Yeah. And yeah. so he, he named the church as the enemy and they ended up uh, persecuting them in, in some pretty amazing ways. Uh, the other part of this, I think, is because our senses are typically engaged 24-7 by the mantras of the world, by the culture that is around us. 
uh, we go to church and we find a little bit of balance there, right? That's why people love going to church is because they, it's not because they hear what, what they want to hear. Because a lot of times as we preach, we don't tell them what they yeah, I don't want to hear. Yeah, sermon. Right. Most people are like, I want right. to hear this. this is, yeah. But they know they're receiving truth. And there's, a, there's, a, there's an opening of the heart to that. There's a welcoming. And the spirit loves that. Yeah. The spirit of truth is called the spirit of truth. Mm-hmm for a reason and we live in a world of lies. And so I think uh, the other part of this is we're constantly inundated with the culture around us and we find balance when we go to be with others, namely the church. But that feels like the minority. And it feels like the minority. Because it is. Because it is the minority, right. The other part of this that you brought up that I think was uh, really really good as well is, is that we have a tendency to think that winning means majority. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not necessarily true. Uh, winning G- uh, Paul the Apostle mm-hmm. was in the majority and gave that up to become a Christian. Yep. Right. And yep. then losing, he won. And that right, mm-hmm. he said, he said, when I'm weak, I'm strong. He said, to die is gain. Yep. So there's a perspective that we have as believers that we don't. The, the world does not share with us. Yep. When we. If we adapt the perspective of the world as believers, we think we're losing, we have to run to the perspective that Jesus tells us. You're not going to be popular. This this road is narrow. If you choose it, you're on the right path. Gather with believers of of like faith so you right. so you can be affirmed in in the fact that you know you're on the right path. And even when you're persecuted, don't fret because in the end you win. Every everything's yeah. on course like it should be. So I think in most people's brains, they think if a Christian is persecuted and then martyred, that Christian lost. But what Satan knows is the victory is not their death. It's their recanting of the faith Yeah. because Satan knows what they get, the victory they get, the gain this Paul talks about if they actually do die. And sometimes on a, on a, as we look at the global stage, we think, oh, Christians are dying. We're losing. No, every Christian that's killed is a victory. Right. Satan is trying to push them to their limit to recant before the actual execution yes. and because don't. that's his victory, yeah. which right. is why we read this before, but uh, before we recorded, but revelation 12, <clears throat> 11 says they conquered him <clears throat> by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony. I mean, yeah. they're not recanting, even though persecution is mounting for they loved their, they loved not their lives even unto death. Yeah. And that's the conquering. But we on a human level, I think we look at that and go, Oh, they're, they're losing. Right. Mm. And, but I, I was thinking as you were talking, we go all the way back every single time, like from the formation of Israel, they were always the minority, uh, mm. Abraham, just a couple of them. And the whole world is expanding. They go into Egypt and, and there might be a lot of them, but they have no power. They have no control. They go into the wilderness. All of them die. They go into the, the promised land and, uh, how many fights to God kind of coordinate so that they were always the minority. I mean, all throughout history, yeah. the people of God have always been the remnant, the narrow, mm-hmm. the narrow way, the small group, if you will, if from the beginning, it's just always, always been like that. Yeah. If you join, uh, if, if you become a Christian, um, you, you are joining the minority Yep. and uh, it doesn't mean that, that you're making a bad decision. It just mm-hmm. means that, um, you, you know, it's, <clears throat> it, it's, it's also a challenge because then you look at the majority and you say, why don't you understand? Mm-hmm. Why don't you, why don't you see truth? Because the spirit of truth is constantly speaking to us truth. Mm. And uh, the word of God is constantly reminding us what is true. And yep. and we have a tendency to be really judgmental sometimes as, mm. as the church, because we're looking at people that can't see the truth. Mm. Uh, we've been talking about in our sermons, the truth is, is veiled to them. It's mm-hmm. literally like a veil over, over right. Moses face uh, that we're, that's used as an illustration in Corinthians to remind us that 
even if they wanted to see, they can't. Mm. So we need to pray that the Lord lifts that veil off their eyes. Mm. So I got a couple of ways. I didn't want to just leave this without some ideas on how we can how we can combat this feeling of that we're losing. Right. Yeah, feeling of loser, you know, <laughs> loser. Yeah, right. yeah. So I, here's a couple. First of all, remember Romans twelve one and two, right? Mm-hmm. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So there, there needs to be an action on our part to remind ourselves by being in God's word that this is the right path. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing is, uh, there's a path that leads to destruction, and many are on that. So keep in prayer. And and don't just pray to fit in. Pray that pray that those who are blinded would be able to see mm-hmm. the light through the power mm-hmm. of, of, mm-hmm. of the gospel. Stay close to those who are looking through looking at life through a biblical prism. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's really important because, again, we we get so lost in the mantras of the world. We hear them constantly. Be around people that are speaking truth mm-hmm. and aren't ashamed of it. And remember, the gospel is still powerful. Uh, mm-hmm. The the message of the cross. Is, is the most powerful message that can change mm. the world. It's not politics or sending money to, right. uh, to despots. It, that, yeah. That's not what works. What works is if we change each individual heart one at yep. a time and the power yep. and the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved is the power of God. Mm. So you want the power of God at work, uh, remember that. Yep. And uh, don't be apologetic, right? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So um, you're on the winning side. Um, which is the most important thing. You were born on the wrong side and only through the grace of God he's pulled you over. And so uh, keep the right perspective Mm. and uh, you're not losing. It may seem like it at times, but run to the cross, run to the gospel, and the Lord will remind you that you're you win in the end. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Well, I want to invite you back. We've got plenty more questions on sermon Q&A. Join us next time. 